This is the Hagman Report, where truth can't be silenced. I want to welcome everyone to today's show, a very special program today. Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com and qfiles.tv. Folks, if you haven't joined the qfiles, you got to do that. Go to uh, qfiles.tv and sign up. Uh, also, if you, there's still time, I mean, get the Final Warning Conference DVDs, the video on demand, I believe, is still available. But if you haven't done so already, you've got to do it because, well, it's it's important. There's a lot of knowledge there. I was talking to somebody yesterday who uh, uh, was talking about that conference and very excited to have that information. But qfiles.tv, stevequail.com, please go there and bookmark those websites. Visit stevequail.com every day for news headlines. Now. A couple of quick announcements. Obviously, this looks a little different than normal. Well, Eric the Tech is out uh, with my daughter who had a baby on Monday. Noel, welcome into the world. And uh, uh, he's got this week off. So this is not regular programming. But what this is, is a special program with Steve Quayle. So, uh, folks, Hagman Report Live, or I'm sorry, HagmanReport.com is where to go for all of our video and audio assets. But I want to ask you a favor. Please do this for me. Go to Rumble. We are on Rumble. And uh, we are also on, uh, that's for video. We're also on Brighteon. So we're on Rumble and Brighteon. Please subscribe to both of those uh, channels, because, or both the Hagman Report on, on Rumble and Brighteon, because we, although this is going to be on YouTube today, because you see, we were spanked for two weeks. And they said, well, we're going to let you back. But one more, just one more, one more, one more problem, and we're going to kick you out. For Not only are we going to kick you out, we're going to take every show off of YouTube and all 2,100 and some odd shows. And that's fine because we've got them all backed up. But the, the problem is this. The conservatives, the Christian conservatives in this country, we are being silenced, and we have to have and support other platforms, Brighteon and Rumble being one of them, and you get to them by HagmanReport.com, and also SteveQuayle.com, QFiles.tv, go there. All right, with that, uh, I want to move right into today's program. Steve Quayle, how you doing, sir? Good, Doug. I keep uh, hearing hammering in the background. Uh, yeah, we have. Okay, so, sorry about that. Stop the hammering. As uh, that, that, yeah, uh, you will not hear that uh, when you're speaking. I apologize. Okay. For that. There is construction going on nearby. Don't get me started, Steve. Okay, I won't. You know, I was thinking Maxwell's silver hammer comes down upon our heads, Doug. So you know, the thing is, is that maybe it's prophetic in the sense of the word that we have to hammer hammer through truths today that people have got to and I'm not now I'm not being uh, funny or attempting it the thing is is that people need to be hammered until it finally clicks okay until it finally connects so uh, you know uh, bless the lord for that today as we're talking to you this is thursday i want to cover if, if you, with your permission Obviously, we've heard the rumors. We've heard that people have been uh, ferried to Guantanamo Bay. Uh, there are actual flight logs that I have been made aware of. I don't know who was on the manifest, because if I did, uh, let's just say this, my life would have a shorter expectancy. So I really don't know. But I do. I can tell you this, Sidney Powell was also there and has deposed Gina Haspel, and it appears that Haspel signed a confession, 
and will testify, but also will have to step down as director of CIA. It's been reported that even some of the most, and I'm calling what they are, evilcrats, okay? E-V-I-L-C-R-A-T-S, evilcrats, were taken there too and basically presented with the knowledge that has been provided to Trump's team, Sidney Powell, uh, her other attorney, Mr. Wood. Uh, obviously, there's multiple events taking place. Now, here's what I understand. If you know this, chime in, because I didn't know this. Sidney Powell is authorized to basically testify before a military, military tribunal, even authorized to call a military tribunal. Now, we've also got General Flynn and uh, McHenry or McElhenry talking about uh, the fact that unless the president declares the Insurrection Act, which he has every right to do, and I'd remind people, if we don't have honest elections, we don't have a country anymore. And what's happened is, is that, you know, thank God somebody in the National Security Agency provided enough documentation to uh, make the case. Now, there will be no uh, uh, federal appeal, maybe one out of 10 that will go through. The question is, does it go to SCOTUS? And where is SCOTUS, Supreme Court of the United States? If it goes to SCOTUS with the amount of voluminous evidence, and they, by the way, had to sign for a bundle of documents. The bundle of documents was basically composed of you know, millions of pages of paper, you know, transcripts that were obviously on computers, 35,000 hours, I'm told, of recordings. And every Democrat who had every and Republican traders who had any type of business dealings with China are there presented. And there's a lot of people panicking. D.C. is in a panic mode because, again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, President Trump is now trying to clean the swamp. I think it was a blessing. I believe that Sidney Powell will go down in history. Now, I'm not embellishing her, but it was God himself who raised up Queen Esther for such a time as this. And I believe Sidney Powell is raised up for such a time as this. She's won, I think I could be wrong, but 70 cases on appeal before the Supreme Court, 70. She's authorized, as I said, to represent the military. So what I see happening is I see military tribunals on the uh, forefront. I think the traitors are terrified. When I say this, Doug, the numbers that some of the Democratic, highest Democratic uh, leaders have been given by China, both indirectly and directly through, you know, shill companies and everything. One of them, 25 million bucks in one payment, 25 million. So the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, whether the majority of America wants to believe it or not, the treachery, the treason, the betrayal, and the selling out of our country has been going on since the uh, uh, George Bush father days. Uh, I interviewed years ago, Doug, and quite a few years ago, uh, a gentleman by the last name of Cohen, who was the inventor of the neutron bomb. And he had told me on the screen, I think interviewed him a half dozen times, that he was present when George Bush Sr. gave to the Chinese government the plans for the neutron bomb. The neutron bomb differs from an atom bomb, either fission or fusion, in that it doesn't blow up and destroy stuff. 
It only kills human and animal life in extreme neutron bombardment. So um, when I invent, uh, uh, interviewed Mr. Cohen, I mean, he was almost weeping on the phone. He's, he's dead now, but somebody has those interviews. And what's interesting to me is now we're seeing the fulfillment of all the treachery, treason, betrayal, and follow the money trail coming out in the open. And the last thing I'll say before I turn it over to you, in 2016, Cliff High of the WebBot fame and, and, and the predictive linguistic software talked about that, I believe it was, over 200 congressmen. Now, he thought it was going to happen in 2016. His timing was off. But now, I'm told by probably one of the smartest people I know, my friend Aaron, who's read every WebBot report and can recite them almost word for word, no kidding, is he says, Steve, all of his headlines that he said, watch this, watch this, in 2016 are coming to pass. And Doug, he said the most interesting thing is all of the congressmen and senators who are brought to trial. And he said this then too, and they're Chinese connections. And there is a purge of them in the U.S. government because they're basically treasure and treason. Go ahead. That's in 2016. In 2016. Okay. Now, um, just, okay, so going back to what you said at the beginning, I just want to make this clear. Now, Sidney Powell, you're right about the military uh, ability to try in the, in, in the military venue. Um, Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood are operating together independent of uh, the president's council. Okay, that was there was this big thing uh, some time ago about, uh, wow, uh, Sidney Powell and, you know, she got distanced by Jenna Ellis from the campaign. Well, they're running parallel uh, cases. So it's Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood together. And then uh, for President Trump, it's Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis. And, and now uh, Giuliani and Ellis have brought, uh, I think uh, there are three different cases. The Michigan, uh, uh, they appeared before the Mich- Michigan legislature last night, that is Rudy and uh, Jenna. And uh, there was a um, uh, some cong- some state congressional mope there who said, well, you guys lost 39 cases, ha, 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 basically. And Rudy said, no, 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 no. You know, no, we, there were three. We, we only filed three. And it's amazing to me how this is all kind of taken on a life of its own. So I'm not going to dwell on that, but just so people understand the difference. And you're right uh, with respect to uh, – Sidney Powell. And it was early on, and Steve, I might have sent you this. If not, I apologize. But early on, we were uh, looking at the Dominion uh, SGO Smartmatic relationship as uh, uh, in, in this in this uh, in, in this election. And it was one of our investigators who found the connection between Kraken in CIA Vault Seven, what that is, and uh, her statement about releasing the Kraken. So anyway. Uh, I, I find it very interesting. So the headlines you're talking about in 2016, which are coming true here in 2020 and 2021, I believe is, uh, I mean, you're, you're, you're dead nuts accurate for, you know, for military phrase. All right. Now that's the military. But, but having said that, um, when you were talking, you didn't hear any hammering, did you, when you were talking? Because no, 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 no. Okay. I go, okay. You can hear it when I'm talking. But anyway, so the bottom line is this. Uh, we are in the fight of our lives, Steve. I mean, that's, and I'll kick it back to you. We're in the fight of our, of our lives. And 
and I mean our lives. Um, oh, one last thing, because I know a lot of people are watching this. I got a uh, last week we had on a group of physicians, not about the coronavirus, but about this election. And they were all members, or are all members of the American, or I'm sorry, the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. From the top down, they are really hacked off at our state legislatures about what's going on. And the reason I bring this up is because there are a lot of people that folks are not seeing that want to make a difference and are pleading with God and with others. Let's make a difference because if we don't, we're all going to die, but some sooner than later and some by, sadly, you know, we don't want blood to be shed in the streets. But if, I mean, it could happen. So back to you, sir. Well, one of the things, Doug, that that's hard. And again, I'm on record so people can judge or not judge. I've never declared myself a prophet. I do not believe one. My own perception, this is important. My own perception of what I'm doing is I'm just a guy that got radically saved by a loving Jesus. And basically, I'm the most non-religious person. doesn't mean I'm proud of any sin in my life. God knows I'm dealing with it and calling out to him. But Isaiah had unclean lips, too, until God touched his lips. I'm finding that the amount of surrender in the contemporary evangelical world to the woke movement, which is nothing more than a communist soft sell now until it ends up in blood in the streets. 26 years, 25 years ago, excuse me, I said on talk radio on Coast to Coast when Art Bell was alive, we were talking about the coming civil war. And there was a guy named Thomas Chittum who wrote a book called, I think, Civil War II or something like the comment. I, I, I haven't read it for 20 years. But... The thing that I want people to understand is Dimitri Dudeman and others. And by the way, for the Q file subscribers, let me segue here. We're sending out our final warning. It's not the final final warning, but anybody who subscribes to Q files 2.0, 9.95 a month, gets the uh, twice a week newsletter update. I wrestled with the Lord. I really did. I, I just couldn't get peace. I said, God, what's going on? What is the most important thing that I can share now with the people as we go and Doug and I go on together? And it was Russia. And he said, the Russian bear is no longer in hibernation. It has awakened. Others have used that terminology. It has awakened with an appetite the West does not understand. And there it's food, ITS food, Okay. The Russian bear. Well, everybody's eyes, my eyes are on, you know, the Sidney Powell, the uh, Elwood, all of the, that stuff going on too. But I've always been a big picture guy. So in my opinion, civil war cannot be averted. Civil war is coming. You can't have all of the private interest groups, whether they're armed and gangs, whether they're Chinese in here, there's 750,000 Chinese in the United States. And I'm talking military. This is not a xenophobic statement. It is problematic that obviously we are seeing escalations and standoffs with Russia in the, on the oceans. I mean, they just said the other day they're going to ram our ships in the Sea of Japan. Okay. 
uh, Vladimir Putin has shut down the Donald S. Cook three times. That's the state-of-the-art missile cruiser. That shutdown, Doug, uh, sent shivers through Washington. Uh, During this week, the last week, Russia basically launched their Zircon missile. And whether they're boasting or not, but it's in the 9,000 kmph kilometers per hour, which is 12,000 miles per hour. If you divide 60 into 12,000, you come up with that sucker's moving at about 200 miles a second. Okay? 200 miles a second. If you look at the international waters, I think we claim the United States 200 miles. That means a submarine can sit off either one of our coasts and with one, 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 with let's just say within two seconds, within two seconds, any of those targets are taken out. Under the administrations of George Bush Sr., of under Clinton, of George Bush Jr., uh, uh, the abomination of desolation. We'll talk about him, too, how he's all of a sudden surfacing. Our defense establishment was in, in diverted and perverted when, when Obama made 300-plus flag officers, and I think they call them what... Uh, uh, go fogs, uh, 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 generals and, or, you know, generals and, and, uh, oh, whatever Navy people are called admirals, you know, they had an acronym for that. Either swear allegiance to him or step down and take early retirement. Those were all the battle hardened generals. Those were the days that it wasn't necessity to make, you know, uh, the military, especially in ROTC, wear, uh, fake pregnancy belts and red high heels to basically acclimate them to a transgendered world. So the thing is, is that when Jesus said there's going to be earthquakes, and we'll get to that today too, because it's really critical, in diverse places, watch the earthquake center around perverse places. Because God is holy. We have Sodom and Gomorrah. That's why, listen, the attack on the Bible, I also said this, and this is critical for people to understand. The day would come when the Bible, God's word, would be abandoned and it would be, at some point, a capital offense, a capital offense to have one. Look at what's happening right now. These devils from the cauldron of hell in the political uh, uh, realm that they have chosen to operate, and I call them evil crats, okay? Demon rats, evil crats. And then the republicans or republic rats, which have sold us out. But look what's happening. They're trying to take away, as Michael Savage said, our borders language culture and our culture of thanksgiving. Isn't it interesting? These scumbags from the Center for Disease Creation, which is a private organization, the mouthpiece of that, Fauci et al., are trying to take away Thanksgiving and Christmas. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to argue. I know when Jesus was born, but I love Christmas. I'm on record as saying if I have my way, every day would be Christmas, every day would be Thanksgiving, and every day would be Resurrection Sunday. Because to the person that accepts Jesus, that is their point of, of, of forgiveness. It is their future guarantee of resurrection. And it's the most, most mind-blowing thing in the world to be thankful for. I love Christmas. I do. I love hearing joy to the world. I, I love, oh, come let us adore him. And the woke churches have abandoned Jesus 
and and I'll turn it right over to you. And Doug, we are we are already at civil war. The lack of civility in the Democrats, even when that Obama hideous entity was in the White House, we weren't calling for him to be murdered. We weren't calling for him to be nuked. We weren't calling on saying to this, everybody that voted for Obama, we're going to take you away in handcuffs or worse. You have seen Hollywood come out of the, um, the, the fake facade or veneer and taken on Christians, taken on Jesus with the joy behind of the view. And I should say it's not a view of uh, life. It's a view to eternal damnation. These are my opinions. Wearing the horns of Baphomet and the true, if you will, the contempt for Christianity. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats declared war on God. And so not only have they declared war on God, they've declared war on you. They've declared war on me. Doug, you're a new grandpa. You were a grandpa before, but you're a new grandpa. And I have grandchildren. But if we don't do something now, and I'm turning it right back to you, they have no future. And ladies and gentlemen, we watched as a Christian church, not all, but the majority sat silent as our little brothers and sisters in Jesus was, were butchered. And now they're telling you and I, Doug Hagman, we have to take the shot in the arm, which is equal to a shot in the head, with human stem cells and some unknown genetic component that has to be kept at 70 degrees, you know, uh, centigrade or 97, whatever it is, Fahrenheit. I'll tell you what that is later on the show, and people will be aghast because, look, we're being told right now we can't buy or sell without it. That's already been projected by Bill Gates of hell, in my opinion. So the thing is, is that we could be, as Christians, thinking that's not valid to us at this point. And yet, when we talk to in the show, remind me, write a note, if you would, because you keep copious notes, to talk about the famine that's not food shortages we're dealing with. It's the famine. And famine always comes when the people of God or the evil kingdoms turn away from God. And not only is there a famine for the word, the word of God being preached in the pulpits of who is Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords, but the denigration of the Son of God and the silence of Christians, that causes me uh, and somebody said, you're an angry man. You better believe I'm angry. I'm angry at the cowardice. I'm angry at false religious people. I'm angry at Chinos, Christians in name only. And I'm uh, especially in orbit with anger over the jellyfishians who have no background. If you've ever seen a jellyfish, it's just a goo of a colony of, of, of if you will, uh, uh, animals, uh, you know, they all come conglomerate together and then they go with the flow. They just go with wherever it flows. We are at war with the, with the devil. We are at war with his people and Christians still want to go along to get along. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a road to hell. That's a road to hell. Go ahead, sir. You know, as I, as I was listening to you talk, I, it's my belief that as a Christian community, we have been too tolerant. And, and I think, you know, you mentioned about the, um, uh, the fake stomach and the high heels and the military. And, you know, it, it's in my view anyway, this is just my personal opinion. Uh, 
I'm done with tolerance. Tolerance is in my rearview mirror. And, and I don't say that with any degree of animosity. I'm just saying that, look, you can't, to me, you cannot change uh, God's word. You can't change people talk about uh, the, the, the uh, coronavirus and, and being science deniers. You got to wear a mask. Well, okay. That, that, what a bunch of bunk because masks don't work. It, it, the, the size of the micron versus the, the, um, uh, the porous nature of the mask, it's not going to work. It's just a feel good control kind of, not even feel good. It's, it's to exercise control. The, 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 the curfews. It's all about control. So all of this is about control. And what you said earlier, you know, people say, well, I'm not going to take the vaccine and uh, there's nothing. They can't make me take the vaccine. You know what? I believe they're not going to make you take the vaccine, but what they will do is say, okay, you didn't take the vaccine. Well, then you can't go on an airplane. You can't travel to the state nearby. You can't do whatever. You can't go shopping here. You, they're going to cut off. You can't even bank here. So that's what I believe is going to happen. And, and they're going to do that with, the, with weapons, with, with the uh, health system, and with everything else. So to you. Well, I absolutely agree. They won't force, but they will coerce. They will coerce. It was brought to my attention yesterday, something that I've forgotten. In no place in the word of God that does God say that the world supports will supply all your needs by their generosity of the United Nations, okay? We're being told to eat insects, to drink reprocessed sewage. I said, isn't that interesting? The cesspool people are telling us to drink what they basically have for their portion, and you can use whatever words you want to use, and not to offend the easily offended, but they're telling you basically to eat defecant and die, or to drink reprocessed defecant and die. And isn't it interesting, Doug? You know, I got a lot of, let's just say this, unhappy religious people when I said, mark my words, the urinals will have sensors, and they will be reading off of your phone app everything that you're eating, everything that vitamins, everything that you're partaking will come out in your urine, your analysis. Well, that's just so gross. I don't know what you talk about. Because, ladies and gentlemen, they're in your genes. They're in your face. They're in your stomach. They're in your bowels. They're in your bladder. And they're in your face. And if you can't see what that means, I think you're hopelessly lost. Unless the Lord opens your eyes. And I want to share something, too. Philippians says, my God, our God, the redeemed God, will supply all of our needs by his riches and glory. People need to understand that's no longer a theological a point of agreement in some, you know, metaphorical way. But we're being starved into submission, Doug. We're being driven to the needle. And I want to, may I read this point? Uh, this was given to me by Brother Bob. And it's really important because on your show, I believe I said on your show or my podcast, which I do three times a week, and forgive me, I don't mean to, I, I just the time, you know, it, it's gone. So the thing is, is that uh, thank you for having me on for this portion of eternity, okay? But the Lord's spoke is clear. Now, look, people say, oh, like, you know, the critics say, I'm not worried about people who talk to God. I'm worried about the people who claim God talks to them. Joy Behind said that again on The View, okay? And so the thing is, is that, 
the Lord is as clear as I have ever heard him in my entire life. And it's obvious by all the stuff I've written ahead of time that somebody's telling me, and it's not the devil. The thing is, is that he said, do not use the word shortage any longer. He said, Steve, shortage implies replenishment. He said, there is famine in the land. There will be no replenishment. So I want people to understand that. Only when the grocery shelves are full in your town do you believe things go on. So let me read this. I just got this this morning. I think it's absolutely imperative for the show, Doug. Steve, I pray all who hear the word of the Lord to you concerning famine, take it very seriously. 20 years ago, as I stood in my front yard, I was carried away in the spirit to Los Angeles. It was very dark, and when I arrived, it was raining, and the rain was so heavy that the water had filled the streets and water was flowing over the curbs. Standing in the street, I looked up and behold, a horrible scene. There were so many people, they filled not only the street, were packed in all the way up to the front of the stores. As I looked on, I began to see these people killing each other. As I looked at the buildings, it became very clear what the scene was all about. The multitudes were starving to death. They were smashing windows and doors to gain access to food in the stores. Though there was no food on the shelves, the darkness began to lift slightly as I, as this, excuse me, as I did, I saw that what I believed to be rain and water flowing of the curbs was not rain at all. It was blood. I want to read that again because I kind of messed it up. As the darkness began to lift slightly, as it did, I saw that what I believed to be rain and water flowing over the curbs was not rain at all. It was blood. Blood in the streets. One of the things that if, if there was a hallmark point in my radio career broadcast, whatever you want to call it, is when Mike McQuitty, who's dead now, made the statement. This was like, you know, 20 years ago, I think, that once the bleeding starts, it will not stop. Food is what the devils that are, the united nothings, those provocative liars from hell itself are telling you, Doug Hagman, oh, eat some insect pro uh, protein. It's so good for you. And, you know, drink your reprocessed urine. That, ladies and gentlemen, the heinous creatures they are should be absolutely driven from our shores because they want you dead, Doug. They want me dead. And the people that are supposed experts, they're not physicians. And the supposed experts who are physicians they're basically deplatformed, even though you've got some of the smartest people in the world, because it doesn't fit the uh, uh, narrative. So when people say, oh, you're just embellishing stuff and you call the mainstream media the mainstream murders, are you kidding me? Their dialogue is responsible for, I think it's over 100,000 people who have died in nursing homes or extended care facilities. And because they basically infected them on purpose. It was the very first uh, mention, even that when I stand by the statement, it's not coronavirus, it's Wuhan bioweapon virus with 48 slots. It was one of the most insidious bioweapons ever invented. Even some of the Russian defectors, by the way, Biopreparat, even the head of that, Kenton Alabek, 
Ken Alabic, who now uh, is, is, you know, he testified before the Cox Commission on Capitol Hill, and nobody took him serious. So I want people to understand this. Food, the devils that are, the Satanists that be, said they will absolutely use food to coerce us. I'm just saying that's a long way of saying you couldn't have, in my opinion, made a more concise, precise, and sniper shot on how they're going to force us. And here's the other good news. Ladies and gentlemen, if there's no food in the store and you're Christian, then guess what? Your God, our God, will supply all of your needs by his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That is, see, that's the irony. People, Christians are worried. Now, I believe preparation. God called me to have a Joseph's ministry and my face-to-face encounter with Jesus in the flesh, not in a dream or in vision. So what I've been trying to get people to understand, to prepare in faith is not a denial of faith. To not prepare is basically laziness, or you'd rather go on a cruise on the good ship Lollipop. And I do know people like that. And all I can say is, remember this, ladies and gentlemen, lollipops at all points get consumed. Go ahead, Doug. Is Okay, so, you know, I'm listening to you talk, and I'm I'm hearing this, and you said um, uh, shortages is no longer to be used. The the word, it doesn't apply, because that shortages imply uh, replenishment. There will be none. But then earlier you said famine, you're not referencing food shortage. Are we there yet, or, or is that going to be later? Well, I think we're experiencing the last vestiges of the availability of food that's in the pipeline, okay? So we're approaching it. The famine is in the land, first and foremost, for the Word of God. The pulpits are going to be filled with blood, Because when the people find out that under the clergy response teams, they're being led to the slaughter, that they've been lied to from the pulpit about the lateness hour. See, what I'm talking about too, Doug, the vaccination is already an application of the outcome of taking the mark of the beast, the Antichrist, and causing all, you know, rich and poor, causing, another word for that is coercing them. I'm not saying the Antichrist is here. I don't believe the system is the Antichrist. I believe the Antichrist is yet to come. What we're watching in the papal entity from Rome is the preparing the way for the man of perdition, the the literal Antichrist. But see, here's what happened. I was having a conflict. God, this, this vaccine is mutagenic. And Lord, our body's the temple of the Holy Ghost. Help me to understand. And I was torn. And then a really wise man said to me, somebody I, you know, his wisdom's off charts. He says, Steve, separate the two. Those are two different time periods. Don't get me wrong. The Antichrist will do that. But if we have to take a mutagenic vaccine based on aborted fetal tissue, based on an unknown genetic addition, I believe that's the, I really do believe it's the genes of the uh, fallen one's offspring, the giants, 
That's what all the science has been looking for, is the genetic seed of the combined fallen angel human, which is not human and not redeemable, to introduce into the humans, into us, the most destructive genetic poison, time bomb, to change our DNA from the image and likeness of God. We have the image of God, but we only get the likeness when we accept Jesus. And that's why the Bible says we're new creations. Old things have passed away. And so if I'm accurate, and by the way, uh, from all the years of being in the, and when you and I first met, you knew in real time of the generals I was meeting with, you know, you knew. I, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Doug was one of the only people, this isn't a flatter him, but the only people I trusted because he, he laid his life down on the line going into Hell's Kitchen and some really tacky places when everybody and their dog wanted me dead, and including the FBI. Well, if they wanted you dead, you'd be dead. No, because God, through your intercession, has kept Doug Hagman, where he's at, alive, kept me where I'm at alive, and the platform that the Lord has given Doug. Listen, it doesn't matter who his critics are. It doesn't matter who my critics are. They can take it up with God. Because, and I want you to know this, Doug, it doesn't matter if it's, and you know this because you see your own numbers in countries, it doesn't matter if it's brothers in the Lord in Norway. God bless you, Stefan. If it, it doesn't matter if they're, you know, in the outbacks of Australia, plural. I know the outback, but there's many of them out there. Kid Yowie, God bless you. All of our brothers and sisters in China who listen to this program, God bless you. And they're praying for us, and we were not praying for them. Shh. God forgive us when they Christians were being locked into their homes and burned alive. Burned alive. Or, or basically starved into submission. So, again, I want to thank each and every one of you that financially support this platform. And, and look, I've talked to Doug, and, and, and you, know, you can send him your feelings. I'm thinking that we need to have a, because of the uncertainty of the times and the finances, if you value this, and a lot of you say to me through emails and donations that this is your only church. Well, it is. And it's a church in a wilderness because a church is ecclesia. The word literally means called out ones, not a building that sells out to Satan and a pastor that, uh, how should I say this? Um, no, I can't say that. Uh, uh, chicken droppings. Uh, is, you know, that the chicken dropping people aren't going to save your life because they haven't taken your hand. They haven't presented you to Jesus Christ. Well, I find your preaching style uh, unorthodox. Yes, sir, you do. And it will stay that way because God has commanded that in the last days that his angels will go out into the highways and byways. So the only airline I'm flying on now is TWA. And I love what I think it was Bob Mumford or Derek Prince. One of those uh, people during that time period said, TWA is easy to understand. That's when it was actually an airline. It's called traveling with angels. God is so concerned that, and he is rightly so. He's our creator, but he's not going to let one soul perish. And there's a lot of people, Doug, and I'm going to turn it right over to you. There's a lot of people in a lot of places that are ostracized. That that uh, and Rob, God bless you in England. You know, he's got testicles. I'm sorry, you don't listen. You know, 
There's too many men that are wounded in the stones. And I'll say what, and that's a biblical term. There's too many uh, people locked into the La Castrata. You can look it up. C-A-S-T-R-A-T-A. There's too many people that I'm, I, I don't want to be noticed. Uh, I, 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 I think they're going to hurt me. Well, yeah, if you're a Christian, they're going to kill you. But God will protect you if you start to understand that we all have to claim his protection by faith and walk in it and, 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 and absolutely understand, of course, you and I can't fight the new world order. We can identify the sin, but God can, and we can pray imprecatory prayer over them. Lord, your word says you hate those that hate you, that you make war. And God, he's called, no offense, this is really uh, you know, upsetting you all. He's called the Lord of hosts. That means he is the general. He is absolutely the general of the hosts of heaven. Go ahead, Doug. You know, okay, so to me looking at looking at where we are today december 3rd 2020 i'm looking back and i'm thinking you know uh what a by the way what a ride it's been uh with steve quayle and and what a ride it's been um what a uh up and down roller coaster of events throughout the uh last two decades but Today, it seems like we are at a conversion or convergence of events. It is are, are we today? Is is where we're at today? Um, the uh, start of the acceleration of the end times by the globalists. Is that where we're at, or is this? Um, no matter what happens, let's say with the election and, and time's running out. I mean, December 8th is going to be here in five days, December 14th, you know, not too, not too long after that. Um, time's running out for, for truth to prevail. My question is, are we going to be, is this the start of our subjugation, our, our collective subjugation? And if so, how do we fight that? Do we? I mean, we have to. Yeah, we, you know, I have a, I have two answers. Biblical. First of all, we're commanded to fight the good fight of faith. And second of all, the Bible says, "When we're in the whirlwind, we stand." Just like the prophet, you know, Elijah. Elijah was the most powerful guy. He called down fire from heaven on the altar of Baal. Yet he also ran from Jezebel. Okay, that's my southern version. No offense meant to anybody in the South, okay? I try and rhyme it. The, the thing that's critical is we're in acceleration. Jesus said in this world we're going to have tribulations, plural. Now, I understand there's a period when Antichrist appears, and, you know, I'm not going to argue the theology of it, but what I am trying to say to everyone is they need a reality check based on the Word of God. And what Brother Bob just sent me, I concur I concur, because even when Jesus returns on a white horse and his vesture, you know, in essence, that clothing that he's wearing, the robe of righteousness, it's dipped in blood. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to ride. Listen to this. Put these two things together. I never did, Doug. He's literally going to be riding through the plains of Megiddo, in which the Bible says the blood will be as high as a horse's uh, uh, 
it will run as high as a horse's uh, uh, bit or whatever it is. You know, I'm sorry, a bridle. Bridle. So in essence, the blood of Jesus is the most powerful, powerful weapon we have. The scripture says we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony, and we love not our lives unto death. The minute a Christian says, I want you as my savior, you're dying to the world and you're living not just because of the strength of your will, but by the very power of God. So to answer your question, how we're going to make it is by faith. Saying that anybody that comes to do you harm, the last place any of your listeners of the Hagman Report need to be, or my listeners or anybody's listeners, is needing to be standing in a food line when the stores are empty. Because, again, Doug, I want to share something. Yesterday, my friend at Strange Sounds, Manuel Petiat, and if I, I asked him, I said, I hope I'm not mispronouncing your name, carried the story that on the last solar burst we had, five volcanoes became active at once. And there are 40 uh, earthquakes taking place, uh, you know, pretty good sized ones in a very short period of time. And then in California on the Nevada border, actually it's more in Nevada, but, uh, uh, you know, a few, you know, not very far from MENA, M-I-N-A. Uh, I think there's up this morning, uh, by, by yesterday from the day before, it went from like 350 to 700. This is an approximation. And the earthquakes are, 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 are happening now. The volcanoes are happening. And cannibalism, and I think I told you this years and years ago, when the Lord said to me, when you see, when you see the volcanoes of the world, the major volcanoes of the world erupting simultaneously and cannibalism fills the headlines, note, note the time because tribulations have begun tribulations with an S you want to stay hung up on the tribulation and think I'm late. I'm late for a very important sky date. I'm not mocking anybody, but please, ladies and gentlemen, if you're starving today, what makes you think you can live until next week waiting for the return of Jesus? I'm telling a lot of people who are are believing in that a pre-tribulation rapture will be in heaven long before uh, the pre-wrath of God rapture, which I believe is going to happen. So people are basing their hope and lack of preparation on it at this point, an empty promise or a misapplication of the whole pre-tribulation rapture to the times we live in now. So here's the deal. Each man, each woman, each child must seek the Lord. And I'm telling you this, There are kids all over the world. I mean kids, four- and six-year-olds, that are using words that you and I have a hard time with. This is no kidding. And basically, they're hearing from the Lord, and Jesus is appearing to them. I think it's only right, and not that I have to approve. That's not what I mean. But when Jesus says, suffer the little children to come unto me, we never understood the depth of that statement until, like I said, the slaughter of our little brothers and sisters. So the mutagenic nature, that means it will change our genes of a sub-zero, 70 degree Celsius, 97 degree Fahrenheit, should scare everybody from the standpoint. I mean scare you into repentance. I mean slap you on the face. Because the, the point is, God doesn't control hybrids. 
And the thing that bothers me the most is that is that we will look to everything to save us. The disease, look, even the vaccine makers aren't taking anyone into consideration that's over 55. I said it from the beginning, this is a eugenic movement to get rid of the elderly because you don't have to pay them Social Security. You don't have to pay them Medicare, Medicaid, or whatever. They're systematically executing, just like Hitler did, which my book, Empire Beneath the Ice, and listen, Doug, uh, uh, how the Nazis won World War II, you're now seeing how they're going to initiate World War III. Go ahead, sir. And by the way, folks, if that's still available on your website, right? Empire. Oh, absolutely. Okay. You know, I've got it right over, right over there. Um, it, it's a, it's a fantastic book, and I think it has a lot of a lot of relevance to today. So, um, all of Steve's books have actually a lot of relevance to today, but Empire Beneath the Ice in particular. So, um, I find it interesting because what you're talking about just moments ago about the vaccine, for example. Um, I find it interesting that you have former presidents saying, uh, all getting together together and saying, well, we need to, we need to convince the population to take it. So we're all going to get together as former presidents and, and line up and take it. What's, I mean, what's that about? I, Steve, I mean, well, yeah. go ahead. Uh, I saw a statement with the abomination of desolation that said he and Bush and Clinton are going to take the vaccine on TV to prove to everybody is safe. I would only accept that. Now look at their ages, okay? I would only accept that if it was a random vaccine chosen by somebody, you know, bring it in, you know, a a whole tray of vaccine. And I want to see them. Now, if they did that and they did take the vaccine, that told me that they would have an anti-vax dose pre-given to them, okay? pre-given to them. For every measure, there's a countermeasure. For every countermeasure, there's a counter-countermeasure. For every, for every double cross, there's a triple cross. And for every triple cross, there's a quadruple cross. And when Sidney Powell et al. absolutely get through, ladies and gentlemen, God will have presented his case in the face of all, especially in USA, the disgrace of those of you who voted for some of the most evil men who are and women who are basically, basically saying one thing. They want you dead. And by the way, Doug, I use the word annihilation, okay? Because they don't just want to kill a given amount of people. They want to annihilate the human race. Even the 500 million going along with them, when Satan, uh, you know, basically calls your dues due, the people that think he's such a glorious being are going to be sadly, sadly, and eternally damned and mistaken. Because in essence, the people who are in hell, who are in hell for eternity, when they see him coming into, uh, you know, hell, they go, is this the man? And scripture says this, is this the man that troubled the nations, that caused the world to tremble? Okay. All I'm saying is this, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, just say, Lord, I love you, and start letting praise take its place. I've learned one thing. My wife actually taught me this. 
when you are at the lowest point in your life where you despair for life, I've been there, and where you just wish that God would strike you with lightning and take you home so you, you know, so basically you don't have to take your life and go to hell. And the bottom line is, she said, Steve, start praising God. And I had an overwhelming situation. There was no way out. There was no hope. It was the end of my life. That's how serious it was. And something came into me. It was probably the strength of her word, the encouragement of her word. And I started to praise God. One day it was the end of the world. The following day, it became a new world for me. Because that thing that had plagued me, overwhelmed me, and almost drove me to, to basically the most hopeless, the most despair I've ever known in my life was overcome by the praise of God. And the Bible literally says that if we'll put on the garment of praise, and look, it is a fancy prayer. You say, Lord, thank you so much for redeeming me. And I praise you. And just, just start to see the great prayers in the Bible. That's what I did as an early Christian. I didn't know what I was praying, but I loved Daniel, you know, and so I started praying that way. And I started reading everything that was a prayer or a entreatment of the living God. And the thing that helped me is that established the dependence upon the Lord and also the appreciation. Because if you go to the book of Romans, everything that's satanic, deceptive, destructive, that you're seeing played out in the headlines of today, is absolutely answered by the statement in, that Paul made in Romans that when men knew God, they didn't glorify him as God, but changed the glory of the incorrupt of God. They started worshiping stuff, okay? They started worshiping stuff that was created. So greater is the creator than the creation. And as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are God's thoughts about the earth. And he shares his thoughts with us as our hearts and faith can embrace it. Go ahead. You know, there are a lot of people, and I'll, I'll say this, I, I've talked to uh, people who know others, uh, family members, friends, close friends, who are at the end of their ropes. Um, uh, you know, y- you've got a, a great heart for the, the uh, military, or the uh, vets, and for the widows and orphans, um, and thank you, by the way, I, folks, you, you've got no idea what Steve Quayle does for these people. Um, I'm telling you right now, it's it's amazing his reach of his ministry, and I and I use that word deliberately, that ministry. But anyway, um, I'm seeing more and more people who are being destroyed by, um these lockdowns, these, uh, I mean, it's not even the vax vaccines or not even the, it's not even the coronavirus. It's the, the these tyrannical despots of, of governors who, who are, you know, the spawn of Satan in my view. And, and, and these, um, power happy individuals who are saying, Oh, you can't, you can't open your business. You, you know, Steve, I, I, I'm seeing more and more of these people say, well, you know, I've lost everything. And they have lost everything, and I've got nothing left to lose. And you know, Gerald Salenti, who you had at the last con- or featured at the last conference, saying, you know, um, those who have nothing left to lose or 
I can't remember what he said, but you know, they lose it and be right. careful. About when, it, when a person has nothing more to lose, they lose it. There's more to the statement, right? but the bottom line is that's, and we've got, they're already recommending, not recommending, they're already defining 19 million people that will lose their homes or their apartment rent on the what 15th of January. Yeah. And that breaks my yeah. heart. 15th yeah. of January. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, these are our brothers and sisters in the Lord. And this is the passion that God has placed within me for widows. It's a passion and single moms. Now I've, I, you know, to my knowledge, look, I, I pray over, um, ask God to direct, but I believe that I've got 98% effect effectiveness because when people are giving me their money to give to them, I'm serious, Doug, we're writing, uh, checks, multiple checks a day for a thousand dollars at a time. Oh, I know. Yeah. And the people I say, I, I, I had to correct one guy who's a veteran. He wanted to buy a generator. I said, no, you've got to understand the blessing comes with the obedience of buying the food. doesn't have any, you know, if the lights are on and you're dying of starvation, you just get to starve in the light, you know, as opposed in the darkness. So this money, and thank you for saying that. And this week, or actually because we're at the Thursday night, uh, this, this next coming week, I want those of you who are veterans, veterans who are living on less than $1,000, $1,200 a month, who, who simply don't have any money for any supplies, to send me an email, steve777 at stevequail.com, and put veteran what you make a month. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I want these veterans, men and women, to say, and I, I say this, I do not believe in saying thank you without action to follow. I don't. I don't. I believe that the disingenuousness of that which presents itself to Christendom is, you know, hypersonic hypocrisy. Hypersonic hypocrisy. There you go. Special for your show today. Because, listen, the Bible and the book of James says pure religion undefiled in the sight of God is the widows and the orphans. And the Bible also says, he who gives to the poor uh, lends to the Lord and the Lord will repay. I literally, and I mean this for all of you who have been so generous, so loving, so kind to give money. I literally am praying that God, they take your word seriously. They care about your people, that they are the, the donors. Lord, bless them, deliver them. And I'm serious, you know, it's, 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 I couldn't be more serious. That's part of my problem. Okay. People say you need to relax. And I said, you need to, you know, basically shut up and grow up and stand up. Okay. That's my new motto. Shut up, grow up and stand up because the people who usually tell me to relax have never basically guess what spoken up, stood up, stand up, and they surely won't defend the King of Kings. Does God need us to defend him? Absolutely not. But did God need David to slay Goliath? Absolutely so. Had David not stood up for the living God, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defies the living God? Who is jealous for the Lord of hosts? I am, but I can't fight him in my own strength. I can't fight the devil. And if David had not prepared in literally hand-to-hand combat with a lion and a bear, he would have been ready. 
but his attitude, no one's going to touch the sheep of God, should have been the church's attitude towards our little brothers and sisters, the blood. And I say, I knew this. Mike McQuitty, 20 years ago, the guy who passed away, who the Lord said, once the blood starts flowing, it won't stop. God said, if you don't receive my mercy, remember this ago, through Jesus, who I'm offering you my mercy through, he said, your nation, he said it specifically, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. That means I understand how 100 million people are going to die. And Doug, the entire Deagle report, I'll turn it right back to you. The entire Deagle report is based on a loss of 250 million people by the year 2025. Go ahead, sir. Um, can we stop what's coming? I, I mean, there's, well, let me rephrase that uh, question because um, I, well, let me preface my question with a statement and then rephrase the question I was going to ask. How, how's that? Okay, so um, <laughs> folks, what Steve was talking about earlier about uh, veterans and such, you know, one thing that really bothers me, and this is a statement. I see a lot of comments on YouTube for our videos. And whether it's about the conference or whether it's about Q files or whether it's even about my coffee or, or uh, I mean, whatever it might be. They say, well, the word of God's not for sale. You would not, you shouldn't, you know, you're sinning by putting the word of God behind a paywall. All right. That's the comment. And really, that that really chops my butt, okay? Because that, that's not what's happening. What's happening, and okay, that, that's my statement, along with the statement that the reason that Steve is able to help others, in my view, and Steve, correct me, jump in and say you're wrong, but the reason you're able to help others is because the income that you generate, not by putting the Word of God behind a paywall, but by putting information that is that's your information the word of god is anyone can buy a bible anyone can hear the word of god and get the word of god i mean it's not behind the page what's behind or what what, what that what that's doing what the qfiles.tv is doing and and what um and, and please i'm not trying to i'm just saying what's on my heart and what what the conferences do give additional knowledge to uh to supplement the word of god so and what what I've seen Steve Quayle do, and this is to you folks out there, and you know who I'm talking about. What I've seen Steve do is take revenue from the Q files, uh, from conferences, and help veterans and widows and people without parent, you know, kids without parents. And that's that, that's that's why I believe that it's important to support Q files 2.0, become a member. Um, if you can't write a $10,000 check to Steve Quayle or a $1,000 check to Steve Quayle because, well, here, give these to the widows, orphans, and vets, you can support them for $9.99 a month, uh, and he can take some of that money and, and help the those in, those in need. But by the way, did that make sense? Because I, I, I was, I, I'm, my anger is starting to take over. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, here's the thing. I see that, and normally, in not all the cases, they're nameless, okay? They're accusational. I know not only, and look, there are some really hatefully wicked people out there. There are. 
Yeah. And I usually say, go ahead and ask them, especially the Christians that want to hide behind it. By the way, Paul sold tents that he might not be a burden to anyone. Okay. Right. It's interesting that even some of the people tell me not to put a best pay. Well, I said, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a plumber. I'm an electrician. But things are tough. I, I sell this. I sell that. I said, it's okay for you to do it. I said, do you, sir, or those of you who are wicked witches of the West, do you? Or the South. Yeah, or the South, especially, you know. Uh, do you give, I won't say the D word, give a darn for the people that can't, that can't feed their families? Do you care about a single mother who, by whatever reason she's single, mostly, most of the ones I'm dealing with are abandoned. And I'm, what I'm sad to say, some of them are abandoned by their husbands who run off with other men, okay? With run off other men. Other men. Or vice versa. Do you do anything? Or if you're telling me I'm a fake, a phony, a money grubber, fear porn, Whatever you want to say, what have you done to help anybody? Because you know what? Jesus said, in as much as you did it unto the least of one of these, you've done it unto me. Some of you are already damned. And I, I've said this. There are certain times the Lord has spoken to me and say, Steve, do not respond. They've already chosen their eternal destination. Okay. There are others that send me emails. I try and answer them. And they're spooked emails, you know. But the criticism is always the same. It's about money. And what I noticed is this. King David, and I love King David. Man, when I get to glory after hugging Jesus or whatever, when you're, you know, you're just, I'm running to King David. And I said, thank you for the example you were to me on earth. Because King David said, I will not offer unto the Lord anything that doesn't cost me something. And I got to be honest with you, Doug. They're dumb clocks. All they are is chicken droppings, the majority of them, or they're so broke, but the only way they feel they can express their rage at God is to accuse me of selling the word of God. I give my books away to veterans. I give my books away to people that can't afford it. I have overhead. You have overhead. Yeah. And the thing, FYI, everyone, I have to make sure that when they deplatform me, that by subscriptions, I can basically pay the people that work for me. The rent, the all of the, uh, my insurance bill for all the different insurances, <laughs> all of them run close to 50 grand a year. Yep. The camera insurance, the, the, the liability insurance, the this insurance, the that insurance, the taxes in Bozeman have gone through the roof, literally gone through the roof. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is one of the, now it's become, if you will, a ditch and a destroy community. They come in from wherever they're ditching out of, come in here, and they start to get in local politics, and they, they destroy, but they also uh, drive up the home value. For instance, it wasn't too many years ago, just a couple, that a three-bedroom house in Bozeman and uh, two baths, just a standard home, okay, was about, yeah, probably around... 329 to 349, maybe four to five years ago. That same house now is 799. Yep. 799,000. Some of the apartments in downtown Bozeman go from one to two million bucks, 1,600 feet. 
I have realtor friends that tell me all this stuff. And, and no offense, I've been downtown Bozeman. No, 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 no. But people are so hungry and desperate. In the first, I believe this year, the first time there are no listings available for the majority of people. And this is told me by my literal uh, friend, Caroline, who's, who's, who's my uh, realtor of reference. Steve, I get 10 offers immediately upon listing a property. <sighs> she said, they're no longer subject to financing. She said the majority of people coming into Bozeman are paying cash. They're wiring the money in. She said, I've had clients say this, say that here's two checks. Here's for the earnest money. And here's a $50,000 bonus for the seller to put me in front of everybody else. Yep. So ladies and gentlemen, you can say I'm faking it. Or Montana used to be one of the most reasonable places to live. Now uh, it's probably one of the most expensive places to live because a big sky country has been found. I'm saying all this to say that is simply this. If you've never given anything, if you've never done anything for anyone, then shut the Hades up. If you've got a vent on Doug, which you do, vent on me, vent on whoever, you need to go look in the mirror and actually say this probably, most of you, You've never done anything for anybody but yourself. And when you go to heaven, well, I'm a good person. I mean, I've just slandered every fake Christian on the internet, blah, 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 blah. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'll stand before God. Well, I don't believe in God. It's your prerogative. But know this, even in your heart of hearts, you know you've done nothing and you don't give a darn. The veterans were systematically destroyed because, by the way, I'm banned at VA hospitals, too. I'm banned in so many places. I don't know. I should have. You are. Yeah, I can't. I I can't. uh, Believe me, I've I've, there was the VA. I can I can absolutely uh, verify. And by the way, I I didn't mean to take you down this road, except to say that you've done so much for so many. And um. I just want people to understand the mechanics behind you being able to help others depends on others being able or being willing to, um, uh, to, to subscribe to, you know, the Q files, Q files 2.0, uh, the links will be in the program description box at hagmanreport.com. by the way. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's you folks, you subscribing to the Q files helps Steve help other people. That's kind of what I was, where I was going, and and the number of people that you help far outweighs or far exceeds, in at least what I've seen, what you would take in. So I want to thank you for that. But um, well, that's not accurate, Doug, because I ha- I do sell precious metals. Okay, uh, okay. But that, but that which I take in, and I sell books and videos. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry. But just on the videos, just so people know the mechanics, there are people that I've borrowed money from. Okay. And they get paid back. It yeah. wouldn't have been possible for Cascadia to basically even be done because all of our videos and, and people say, why do they, why do you spend so much money? Because King David said this, I will not offer unto the Lord or his people anything that doesn't cost me something. Cascadia will become the most important video 
in the United States, if not worldwide, very soon. Because what's going on in Cascadia, most people would have to go down to the drugstore, and this isn't making fun of anybody who has incontinence, buy a multiple pack of diapers. Because what's really, really on my heart is the fact that when Cascadia goes, everything changes forever in this country. Because it will not only be Cascadia, it will be concurrently the New Madrid. It will be the East Coast with the volcanoes off of the uh, subsea in the water that are now putting pressure. Gee, why is the East Coast all of a sudden having earthquakes when they haven't had them before? It's because if you imagine this, imagine, just take it like this, the U.S. is an apple and everything's pressing on it until it pops. But what's really troubling to me, and those of you who will get the Q Files 2.0 final warning, brace for impact, is that today's was totally about not only Russia attacking the U.S., is the word I was given seven years ago, I shared it enough, that before God allows Russia and China to destroy the U.S., he's going to reveal the sins of the leaders to the people and the people's sins before a holy God. Okay, if Donald Trump gets uh, reelected, and he was, and still becomes legitimized, the civil war still happens. If Biden ends up stealing the election, the civil war still happens. If all those things happen, the earth changes don't quit. They don't quit. And I'm seeing the hand of God moving, especially in Cascadia. I'm telling you point blank, I know USGS scientists, not by name. I don't want to know their name. But they said, Steve, I've worked for them. Uh, I'm in retirement now, and I live out of country. Some literally live in the jungles of Southeast Asia, jungles of Southeast Asia, because the death threats are so real. And the bottom line is, is that if, if people don't understand that, for instance, Henry Gruber's vision when he was at Carnarvon Castle in Wales, when he saw the Russians attack the United States, I put up four other uh, visions, and some are separated by 70 years. A.C. Valdez, Daisy Osborne, uh, who was the, the wife of T.L. Osborne, probably, in my opinion, one of the coolest preachers in the history of the world. I mean, he could rhyme stuff. Maybe that's where I picked it up. But he was such a free-flowing in Jesus pr- preacher. I just love him, you know. And he made a statement once. He said, somebody said, when will you be truly happy, T.L.? And he said, it's simple. When I look in the mirror and I see he in me is what I need to be. A little simple like statement like that. In essence, when you look in the mirror and you say, he, the living God, Jesus, is who I need to be. So, so the issue of, and by the way, Doug, at the end of the day, I believe I'm, I'm an unprofitable servant. I beat myself up really bad. God, why couldn't I have stopped? I have no sense of anything. People say, you think you're better than me. I said, no, actually, I think I'm worse than you. Because he who has been forgiven much loves much, okay? You obviously don't need anything because you're so self-righteous, and you've got right standing with God. You obviously don't sin, except, by the way, what does God say about talebearers or those who attack or those who accuse? The accusations from my friends, well, I listened to you for 15 years and prayed for you. I made a statement. I made a statement that I was told, and somebody took me to task on it. And it was just simply over insurance. 
ladies and gentlemen, they're changing insurance. I'll tell you what I was referring to. When I was under the impression that the Genesis 6 conference was going to take place in uh, May, I went out to try and buy a cancellation policy. It was expensive. It was 10000 bucks for two or three days. I paid it. Then they came back to me and they said, oh, by the way, this was obviously before the, the uh, conference was taking place, but they said, oh, by the way, they added an exemption. They added an exemption. It was for COVID-19. It's even before the March, you know, it's for the March. It's like terrorist insurance. You can have fire insurance on your home, but if you don't have the terrorist policy, it doesn't cover it. So someone took offense at that. I love insurance. I believe that anybody that doesn't have life insurance for the surviving spouse is foolish. Oh. I believe that and I even have earthquake insurance. I mean, here's the deal. Everything's changing and all of our assumptions based on the United. Here's a powerful statement. All of our assumptions based on the America that was will not be in the America that has become what we no longer are. I'm not trying to play games. We're not the country we were. We're not the country we were. And it's still open to how we will be. And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't believe that stimulus is adding trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars into the system, as I speak today, the dollar is going down. And by the way, again, when people say, I don't know how he can do what he does, He's ripping off the people. I make my money selling metals, selling books, selling video, and buying real estate in Bozeman when it was cheaper, okay? I'm not. The blessing that comes from people caring for widows and orphans, God said that's pure religion. There are people that believe in tithing. I do. I physically got in a war of words at the... uh, Oh, Country Kitchen in Helena, Montana. I've told that story with one of the uh, mine owners who's dead now. His first name was Vern. And he was telling me the tithing was Old Testament. I said, you could not be more wrong. And just so you know, I brought in a specialist from St. Louis, one of the most respected men in the gold field who put, you know, put billion dollar deals together. And he had one of the finest claims in Montana, legitimately. And here's what he said. I don't need to tithe. I don't want to tithe. And I won't tithe. You know what I said to him? I said, mark my words, Vern. Everything you have will be taken from you. I didn't know at that point that he had IRS issues. I didn't know that. Okay. Couldn't know that. I didn't know all of the statements. But I will tell you this. That single statement within six months cost him the ownership and cost him ultimately an acceleration of his demise. Now, was he a Christian? Claimed to be. But tithing isn't based on the law of Moses. Tithing was introduced when Abraham met Melchizedek. And Melchizedek means the prince of Salem. No earthly mother, no earthly mother, no earthly father, and he's both king and priest. The only person in the history of the world that so, that, that fills is Jesus in what's called a Christophany. A Christophany is a presence of Jesus in the Old Testament before his incarnation in the New Testament. Jesus wasn't a baby before he was born in the manger, you know. 
But the point is, is that this is why people are being blessed. And I am going to do this, Doug. I am going to start putting up the testimonies on my website as soon as that, that I used to have it there. And I allowed, I won't say who, I allowed someone to talk me out of putting it there because they said, that's just bragging. And I wanted to have the right heart towards God. But he's, and I've said on your program, the thing I enjoyed as an early Christian more than anything in an Assembly of God church was the time people would get up and testify. They proclaim what God had done in their life. Some in impossible situations, similar to the one I shared. Praise. I'm talking about true praise. My definition of true praise is, is when you understand God is who he says he is. The majesty, the power, the beauty, the glory. And anything you see that's glorious or beautiful, it's because we're created as image and likeness. It's not because a paramecium got it on with a worm in a pond and said, let's paint the Sistine Chapel. You know, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to, and I used to make it real simple. If you want to believe in King Kong, believe in King Kong. If you want to believe in King Jesus, believe in King Jesus. And I said, one has a, one has a, a, an eternal kingdom. And so I categorically reject the theory of evolution. All evolution was, was a theory. And number two, the attack on it was only for a time period. Now they're bringing out, as you know, in my last conference, I spoke about the plan to, for the Catholic Church to specifically embrace the fact that Jesus and the God of heaven are not who created us that the aliens are our saviors, that they're coming back to save us from ourselves. It's already a done deal. And so the, the unseen hand, if, if, these, if, you know, if this is a puppet, the unseen hand in all of the earth's affairs, based on Jesus's word, the whole world lies in the evil one, is the very hand of Satan himself. Lucifer, when he rebelled against the God in heaven, after that time, his name became Satan or the adversary. Lucifer and Satan aren't two different people. A lot of people try and make that delineation. They're not. Jesus has specifically cleared it for us. Go ahead, Doug. Um, uh, the, wow. I mean, we're okay. One of the things, while you were talking, I, I wrote something down here. One of the things that I, I, has been, I know you've done some Q files um, and, and folks, qfiles.tv, sign up. Uh, I know you've done a couple of the things that touched at the periphery of this. We're not going to own anything. According to, according to this um, great reset that's coming up, we're not going to own anything or they don't want us owning anything. It's all going to be, you know, we're we're all going to rent stuff. And again, you've again you've surrounded the periphery of this, but um, I, I guess can you speak to that where we're where we are with respect to this great reset that is coming, and 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 how we as Christians have to um, have to fight it. I mean, I mean, how do how do we fight it? Because we have to fight it, but how do we fight something? on that grand of a scale. Is that, is that a fair question? Yeah, that's, I have the answer. And okay. isn't pie in the sky. You fight that on the scale of first acknowledging 
the root of it, which is supernatural. Paul's challenge to the Ephesians, for we wrestle not, our statement to the Ephesians, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities, powers, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Those are identifiable entities, okay? Just like chaos is a, an entity, a fallen angel, that chaos is already walking in the earth. Excuse me just a minute, Doug, I need to get some water. I thank God for every glass of water I take. Amen. Amen to that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to need a refill on mine. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, okay. So continue. Go ahead. It, the scripture is, we're told to stand in the power of God's might. Okay. I've had really trained, uh, I mean, operators. I've known a lot of them in my life. Guys that were the best in being created by the U.S. government that were assassins. Okay. Tell me, I don't need your God. My skills will carry me through. And I said, well, I have one word for you. Virus. I said, do you really think your hand-to-hand or knife-fighting skills can protect you from a virus? No, seriously, I said it. And, and or, or I'll say this. I'll say, unintended consequences and things off of your radar I said, you can think you're headed to a battle zone, but you didn't know that somebody put out basically a wet notice on you and you're going to be liquidated, you know. See, what we assume is we can stand against the stuff in our head. We can't. We can't outthink the devil. We can't outpunch the devil. We can't outshoot the devil. And, and God bless Charlie Daniels, who's now with the Lord. You can't outfiddle with the devil as he fiddles with us. But we can resist the devil and that's what james says resist the devil and he must flee from us how do we resist him with a revelation of god's power where god says behold jesus says behold i give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you then we see in the old testament and in the new impossible situations that the people involved in. Moses didn't know God was going to part the Red Sea until he, I really believe, uh uh-oh, was probably invented at that point. Because God had presented the children of Israel when they fled Egypt. He presented them. He protected them of a cloud by day. You guys, Sinai isn't a Waikiki beach in temperature. The temperatures could get up to 120 Yet God provided them with the umbrella of his presence. At night, the desert could freeze. Yet God provided them with a pillar of fire by night to guide them and also to keep them warm. The scripture says their shoes didn't wear out. Their shoes didn't wear out. And none went out feeble amongst them. Doug, I believe that the famine that God is warning us about is the answer. We're all, even as well prepared, at some point, and I've said this for 25 years, we'll all be in some place else before Jesus comes in the place we're sitting at. Because you said something, and you're right. They want all the stuff. I asked a Luciferian. I asked him, why isn't it ever enough with you guys? He said, Steve, at the end of the day, it's all about control. Thank you. I mean, how rich, and this is something I can't wrap my head around. Um, if you have 
everything that you need and more. Why do you need even more? Why would if I if I had I don't know a million dollars to me? Okay, so if I had a million dollars, and most people they had a million dollars, man, they wouldn't want anything more. Why isn't a gazillion dollars enough for some people? Why isn't all the property that they have enough? Why isn't a jet or two or you know why isn't all of this enough? It's to to me, I mean, you know, look, I understand. I got textbooks over there about uh, criminal behavior. I understand the behavior elements of of, of narcissism and and psychopathy and sociopathy. I understand that. But this goes well beyond that. So I'm just curious, why? Why? Well, I have an answer for you. Because the powers of hell are truly divided. And the definition of lust that I didn't come up with, I didn't make it up. And to my knowledge, no one ever said this. And I call it one of those heavenly jewels. When I asked the Lord, what is lust? He said, it's the appetite of demons expressed through humans. Because since the beginning of time, all mythology and legends were the fallen angels wanting the worship of man. And if you think that's crazy, when, excuse me, Jesus was taken up on the top of the temple, and confronted by the devil. And the devil said to Jesus, if you'll but fall down and worship me, all the kingdoms of the world will be given unto you. Okay? And because Adam and Eve, when they forfeited uh, through their sin, their rightful place in God's creation, and God's uh, giving them the oversight over creation, That went into Satan's hands, and that's what Jesus defeated. But most Christians don't understand spiritual warfare. Most Christians don't understand the enemy. And I asked Doug the same question, how much is enough? And here's what the guy said. You you don't realize this is probably the relevance of the statement, if you've heard it before. But one man's ceiling is another man's floor. Okay. So if a if million dollars, by the way, today, based on purchasing power of a dollar equaling a nickel, you know, you do the math and a million bucks isn't much. I saw the, you know, the middle class get wiped out. Most people, the largest portion of their equity, their net worth is in their home. OK, it's in their home. The banks allow us to borrow money on our home. By the way, those those uh, doors are closing too. But but the thing is, is that they want to dispossess us. And and back to the guy's name, Tex. I've talked about him before. He said, Steve, we just don't want some of it. We want all of it. And then he told me an interesting thing. And he was from Texas. And not every Texan goes by this, but he did. He said, it's always a fight for the top. You usually have two to three people there can only be but one, okay? If you go, and I'll tell you what, I believe I'm on record saying this, and I still believe it. Elon Musk will be the first trillionaire beyond the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, the individual technocrat who would, uh, and I don't think most people know what a trillion is. A trillion is a thousand billion. A thousand billion. A quadrillion is a thousand trillion. So here's the thing. We judge by what we see and what we have. But, Doug, based on that, and thank you, Brother Bob, 
based on Brother Bob's email to me today, what is it worth? What is your real estate worth? And what is my real estate worth? If there's no, if there's no water to flush our toilets, there's no, no water to drink. I believe God will literally take care of the widows. I believe that he will take care of the veterans. And if he calls them home early, those are the Lord's doing, not mine. But I'm purposing in my heart. And, and I've said this, so you need to hear it. I'm sure you know this. I said, the flock that God has placed under my responsibility is to the Hagman listeners who have supported us, meaning you and me, who have bought my videos, your book, DVDs. That's how I live. Again, most of them are plumbers or, you know, plumbers and Bozeman, by the way, I think are up to 125 bucks an hour. And I've been telling parents since I started on uh, talk radio a quarter of a century ago, don't send your kids to college if you've got to borrow money. I said the opportunity for them to earn a living, uh, you know, no offense, but basket weaving 101 or social studies, you know, outside of being a social studies teacher, the modern outside of two computer science and, and, and everything's going to be built on, or based on a merit. Okay. You can't live on Facebook as the biggest partier or uh, let's just say this female solicitor of rich men and expect to get a job as a secretary. Facebook is being scanned. Social media is being scanned. And that's why I call it faces of death book. Because when you're young, you say stupid stuff. When you're young, you do stupid stuff. And that follows you all through life. And everybody on Facebook has an artificially intelligent AID, artificial intelligent dossier. You're rated on who you know, what you know, what websites you go to, don't go to. So ladies and gentlemen, just say it this way. If there's nothing to eat and you got to move to where you can at least live, my guess is you're going to move and as the Lord leads you. Because Henry Groover reiterated, as well as others, are places of refuge. For the record, I don't know of any any place, okay? I don't know of any place. I know this, that, you know, there are people that try and form it, and the real places of refuge would be done in secret, because as the enemy penetrates everything, if it was an open place, they'd be there in, in mass, you know? Everything that's patriotic has a pre- placed traitor in it go ahead Doug. Steve, I, I, if i what you just said there it, it um kind of gives me the opening to ask this question i spoke with a um, i had mentioned about an organization before about physicians i spoke with a medical doctor today uh earlier today and she went she i said steve quail is going to be on tonight and we're gonna have we're gonna have a discussion that we're having and she said would you kindly ask him this now she was at uh, your conferences okay um and, and she ordered the uh, video on demand but she said uh is she said could you ask steve is there something coming within our solar system that we can't see now um that's going to affect well, Cascadia, I mean, everything that you were talking about, is there, is there going to be, is there something out there that's going to affect things here? Absolutely. And that's why you have Mount Graham with the Lucifer telescope scanning the heavens every night because they know what's coming too. Tom Horn wrote his book, Apophis. He's talking about wormwood and stuff. 
there's something coming that has already influenced our solar system. The book of Job even has an answer to that, Doug. God is contending with Job and basically saying, Job, do you even understand the gentle influence of Pleiades? It's just like global warming. Global warming is based on the sun. It's not based on car, uh, cows farting or, you know, uh, hypocritical climate uh, changers, deniers, you know, whatever, flying around in their golf streams. It's this. It's they think men are more important than they are. They're not. They're not. So now we have a Henry Kissinger, I think he was quoted as saying, or uh, I think he was. I stand corrected if I'm not right. But the world will need something so deadly, so dangerous in order for the new world order to come upon the scene. It appears COVID like, like it's here right now. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, there's a great uh, story on my website today about the branch COVIDians. The branch COVIDians, not the branch Davidians, but the branch COVIDians. And the guy has some outstanding, you know, he calls masks facial burkas. And I call them the mask of death. And some people call them diapers for your face. But again, to put children into a place where they're oxygen deprived at the formative years, I think that's a heinous act. I think it is the most uh, in your face non-scientific uh, thing. I, I, again, I, I can say this. In my opinion, it's population control. Vaccine, population control. It's all, ladies and gentlemen, all designed to annihilate the human race. And so, and by the way, Doug, just so you know, other places that I put the money that God entrusts me with is I pay a lot of people in different places. You know, I help them out, especially scientists that are telling me the truth. And, and they've been so destroyed financially that they got to live someplace where they can live on $200 a month. And what they eat, I guarantee you, most of us wouldn't eat. What they have to put up with, most of us wouldn't put up with. Yet they're living. And that's why I'm telling you this. And I've said this before. I've prayed. I'm not there, obviously. I prayed and God would have to make a way. But if I could have one prayer answered in a miraculous way and released, it would be this. God, let me go into every veteran's hospital. Let me go into every veteran's home and at home, excuse me, wherever they're at, you know, wherever they're staying uh, and basically bring healing to them in the name of Jesus. Not just emotional healing. I'm talking supernatural healing. And I base that on the scripture. Jesus said, you know, you'll do even greater things than these. And John said, all the books that are ever written couldn't even contain the things that Jesus did. Jesus didn't go from one big thing to another. Every place Jesus walked was a miracle. And every place that Jesus talked, miracles happened. And I would do that. And I would do that. And so the thing is, is that, that I got to be honest with you. I think it's a public disgrace, but I also believe it is a plan of the enemy to destroy the veterans because they were the only group that had been trained in warfare, and they have to get rid of everybody that had a sense of duty, a sense of constitution, that were willing to lay down their lives once. I've had veterans tell, literally email me, and, and they have every right to say this. I'm a veteran. I fought for the country the first time, 
and I'm willing to lay down my life for the second time. And I'm saying, God, we've abandoned them. We've abandoned our elderly. Most people who are smart know this. You can learn from someone who's been around the block more than you can learn from someone who's deciding whether they should walk around the block, drive around the block, and even isn't say, now, is that really a block? You know? So, so Doug, again, and this is but, all. If you've been around the block, you know. But anyway. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But some people don't even know what blocks are. Yeah. And I told you one of the most astonishing things that the Lord ever asked me, and I mean this, and all the books I've written ahead of time, all the things I'm writing about ahead of time or video producing around ahead of time. All I can say this, nobody could do that in their own. It wasn't my imagination. It wasn't LSD. It wasn't psilocybin. It wasn't anything. It was the living God. And my scripture that, that motivates me and absolutely has kept me alive is a man can do nothing or a man has nothing except he receive it from above. I don't want to, I don't, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, the crowns are for you. I don't want a crown. I just want to be obedient to you. And by lifting up Jesus, that's my whole life on talk radio. The Holy Spirit is free to basically bring conviction and to anoint the words. I had a, a, a guy say, man, it's like God hit me with a sledgehammer. And I understand what you've been saying all these years. Well, look, if it took that long, then praise God. And again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm asking you. I'm asking you because of the enemy's attack on Doug's platform. He's never asked me once to ask for money. But I'm asking you to support him in a big way because of Dana Coverstone's prophecy about what's going to happen December 17th. And he saw a coffin and he saw the Biden family around it. And some of Coverstone's prophecies are identical not in the prophetic sense, but the events he saw, which God showed him, were picked up by the web bots in 2016. By the way, Cliff, who, who did the web bots, he got shut down by the government when they found out his algorithm and started jamming it. So, you know, if you want to know what's going to happen, it's in the word of God. And somebody said, uh, you hang out in the Old Testament. I said, because that's what laid the foundation for the New Testament. When Jesus said, lo, I come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will. What book's he talking about? He's talking about Jeremiah. He's talking about Isaiah. He's talking about all of the prophets, the prophet Daniel. He's talking about everybody that's ever been put into a place to declare the word of the Lord. And also, Doug, in the New Testament, the statement that God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, not because God doesn't care. It's, re, it's, it's in the Old Testament, it's in the New Testament. It's not because God doesn't tell his people what's going to happen. It's because they don't care or take them seriously. Back to the question. The Lord asked me, he said, Steve, how many people of my people take me seriously when I say, unless you confess me before men, I won't confess you before my Father, which is in heaven. And I've said my response. I said, Lord, if you're asking me that question, that's not a good sign. Not that he's asking me the question. It's usually, basically, uh, and I think I answered to the best of my conscience. I said, Lord, not many. And that was the end of the conversation. And somebody says, well, where is that in the Bible? Simple. When the Lord returns, will he find faith in the earth? 
You know, I'm telling you this, ladies and gentlemen, we're in a position now that the Old Testament talked about multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision for the day of the Lord is at hand. I, I don't have any contact with anybody who claims to be a prophet. No one. I want everybody to know that. I know what, uh, obviously, the people out there, uh, even Dana Coverstone, I don't know him, but I've said on my website, that man's word bear witness with me. And again, that offends some people who believe, you know, what they believe. All I'm saying is this, learn to hear the voice of God, trust the voice of God, and give him praise that he would even allow you to be saved. And he loves you enough to save you. Amen to that. Amen to that. And that's what this is all about, by the way. It's about our salvation. And and folks, uh, guest, of course, I shouldn't say guest. I mean, he's a brother in in Christ, a good friend, uh, Steve Quayle. Um, stevequail.com is the website qfiles.tv is where you need to go to to um, subscribe because the reports i have to say your reports have been extra special fabulous of late um i don't well i just leave it at that and say thank you for the that impart of knowledge of information that you have um is there anything in closing here? Because we covered a lot. You covered a lot of ground. Um, I'm just kind of, I feel like I'm on, along for the ride, uh, which is a good thing. Um, is there anything that we need to tell people because time's running out? Is there anything that we need to leave people with? I mean, we, we, we've got to put your hope in, 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 in God above and Jesus. I understand that. But are there any specific instructions that we should be leaving our listeners with? Well, just take one word. Famine. Yep. Two words, preparation. All that a man has will he sell for his pottage. That came in the Old Testament when Esau sold his birthright to Jacob. By food, we control people. Let me give you the word control. We decide who lives and dies. One of the former mouthpieces for the UN, who's now in hell, made the statement, basically, no one will enter into the new world order without a Luciferic initiation. Spangler said that. Kissinger again said, with oil, we control the world, the nations. With food, we control the people. This famine, even though the devils that are believe they're the cause of it, it's going to strike them even now. The underground tunnels and the underground highway system, I'm talking about a literal highway system, even now on the East Coast, they've just had three tunnel collapses. And what absolutely people got to understand, Doug, is that we're not in Kansas anymore. And the wicked witch that was under the house when Dorothy was in Oz, has now cloned herself, and we got a lot of them in Congress. You know, and they don't even make enough points on the compass unless you talk about it in 360 degrees to cover that. BLM was totally a spell cast upon the nation. The women who started it said so. Yes. 
said so. Yeah, they're they're and, witches. I, yeah, I mean, they're witches. Yeah, and and you know, <laughs> literal witches. Literal witches. I could go someplace I won't. The witches, okay, and the witches brew are designed to destroy you, destroy me, destroy our children. And seriously, everything I believe about vaccines, which is not good, the fact that my little brothers and sisters, their very life stem cells are in those vaccines, damn them to the literal hell. You shouldn't say that. Where is that in the Bible? Depart from me, ye who work iniquity. I never knew you. We have so watered down the gospel. We have so humanized the supernatural revelation of our creator and king. Colossians 1, 16 and 17. By him, Jesus, through him, Jesus, does everything exists that consists. You know, powerful scripture. Just read that and say, God, show me what that really means. There's no way for God's people to save themselves. I'll leave you with this. There's no way we can save ourselves, and there's no reason we need to, because we have a risen Savior who's in the world today. No matter what men say, no matter what the doubters say, no matter what the haters say, you know, they're left to themselves. They're left to themselves. The one thing the haters can count on is when they're left to themselves, it's a fate worse than earthly death because it's an eternal death. It's a basically diving board into the lake of fire in the future. And I'll tell you what, you want tropical vacation? You don't want that one. You don't want that one. Where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, where their worm dieth not. The actual encounters of people who have gone to hell take your breath away. The actual encounters recorded when Jesus would take someone to hell and show them, and, and, and even the people in hell see Jesus who he is. And he'll say, daughter, you had all this chance. He said, all the chances I was drawing you, all the times I drew you, but you would have not. And you know what they all say? Give me another chance, Lord. And he said, I can't. For it is written, it's given man once to die and once to judgment. Even Abraham, when he's given the vision about the rich man, Lazarus and the beggar, and he said, even though we would want to come to you and redeem you and pull you out of your torment, we can't. Because an, a, a, non, uh, a, non, uh, a, a gulf separates us. We can't come to you, nor can you come to us. The sadness of the smoke that ascends to heaven forever and ever will be a continual reminder to the redeemed how great thou art. And that smoke ends when everybody in hell gets thrown into the lake of fire. That's when the smoke ends. Wow. Doug, we, we just got the, we lost our, uh, we've gone unstable. So thank you for having me come on. I see that. I see that. Yep. God bless you, Steve. Thank you so much. Have a great night, folks. That'll do it for the Hagman Report. Uh, as it was, and uh, I just want to say uh, uh, support uh, Steve Quayle, stevequayle.com, qfiles.tv, hagmanreport.com, and uh, sign us, uh, subscribe to Rumble and uh, Brighteon uh, for our platforms. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.